This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am delighted to be with you. I say that every time. I probably say that every time, but it's true. I am really delighted to have this conversation with you, especially today, because this one is a deep one. I've been thinking so much about what are the things standing in the way between you and the marriage that you want to be having, the kind of relationship with your spouse you want to be experiencing, and I can't wait to share what I have for you today. Now, we're in the holiday season, and if you've been connected to me for a while, you probably know that I love Christmas. It is literally my favorite holiday. We are doing all of the Christmas things, all the Christmas shows, the breakfast, the brunch, all of it. (laughs) It makes me so happy to do it. This past weekend, we went to see the Polar Express. Have you seen that movie? It is magical. It's my first time seeing it, which I can't believe, but here, It's a big thing to watch the Polar Express. So they had a special feature show. They had kids like dressed up in some of the little chef costumes and passing out hot chocolate and cookies, little believe tickets and all of that stuff. But one of the things that this movie really like dives into is belief right? Believing in what you want and how important that is. And if you listened to the podcast episode last week, you'll know that I spent a lot of time talking about belief. And I know in years past during the month of December, I'm always anchoring into just this idea of the miraculous and having what you want and, you know, tuning into your desires and your marriage being a gift and believing amazing and wonderful things. And I want to keep inviting you to do that. When it comes to receiving what you want, it's also important that you understand what's stopping you, what's getting in the way. And so one of the questions I want to just pose to you right off the bat is, what do you think, right? What do you think is actually right now standing in the way of you having the kind of marriage that you really want, right? And when I say the kind of marriage that you really want, I want you to dream big, Right? Because everyone's starting at different points with where their marriage is. But I want you to dream big with your heart and with what's inside of you in terms of a desire. I want you to think about if you were to create a list of all the things that you would love to have, what would it include? 
all the things you'd be doing with your spouse, all the ways that you'd be interacting with each other and talking to each other and treating each other. What do you want? And what do you think is currently standing in your way? Why do you think you don't have those things right now? I want to strongly encourage you to pause this right now and sit and just give yourself a minute to answer that question. The reason being that whenever you're looking at where you are now and where you want to be, but you're not examining that in between what's in the way, it will always be where you are right now and where you want to be is off in the distance. So pause this. Ask yourself, what is standing in the way of me having the kind of marriage that I want? Many times, what I find is that, first of all, we don't spend time in critical assessment of our relationships. Now, I don't know what you do professionally or other areas of your life where you may be using a lot of executive functions, right? A lot of executive functioning skills where you're thinking critically, you're weighing things, you're evaluating things, you're assessing things. When it comes to our relationships, we just don't do that. We haven't been taught that that's something you should actually be doing. But I think it's an amazing thing to do to always be engaged in thought processes and conversations and solution discussions to bridge the gap between where you are now and where you want to be, right? And so what I find, though, is that The way we approach evaluating what is happening in a relationship, because it is happening to some degree, not deeply though, but when we do do it, right, the answer that usually comes up has something to do with our spouse, right? It's like, well, the reason we don't have the kind of marriage that I want is because my spouse is this way, or my spouse is doing this, or my spouse isn't doing this, right? And so what happens is when it feels like the answer is outside of us, we don't do anything to create the change other than trying to control something that's outside of us, okay? And we get into a state of just like being this way on autopilot, that if anything is to be different in our marriage, it must require our spouse to be different. Now listen, as a couples coach, I wanna tell you, My belief is that it does take both of you to make your marriage amazing and wonderful and filled with all the things that you desire. But there are different points of entry into creating that. And so I don't want to get you, you know, in a place where you're stuck on the merry-go-round of like, well, it's, it's all my spouse and like I'm doing the work and they're not, right? Like that's just not a helpful perspective to have because when you're in that space of like looking at your spouse as the problem and you are not like actively assessing deeply what's going on within you, within them, and within the interaction of both of you, you really just stay in the spin cycle, 
right? And there's no effective problem solving happening to move you from where you are now to where you want to be, right? Instead, what happens is you talk about the problems, right? You're like, we need to talk. This is going on and this isn't what I want. And I've talked to you about this and I've asked you to do this and you're not doing it and we're not making any progress, right? You try to get your spouse to see the problem, right? Or you yourself are ruminating and like marinating in the problem. What's going wrong? How unhappy you are, how frustrated you are, how annoyed you are, how they're not doing the things that you think that they should be doing, okay? But all of that, first of all, it takes a lot of energy. It's exhausting to live in that space. All of that is not addressing the obstacles that are genuinely, truly in the way, right? Unless, of course, you're working with me because (laughs) in my programs, especially the Marriage Upgrade, that's all we do. We literally write a list of like, what are all the obstacles standing in the way? And again, There are lots of various things that are preventing you from meeting the kind of marriage and the kind of dynamic and the kind of relationship you want to be having with your spouse, right? But today, what I really want to do is point you in one specific direction, right? Because whatever it is you are desiring, it's for you. And I really want to just anger you in that, right? That's why that last podcast episode of seeing beyond your current reality is so important because you're like, no, this is for me. No, this is possible. The things that I want are there for a reason because they're meant to be made manifest. And so if they're meant to be, then like there's just some things in the way that I've got to figure out and I've got to move out of the way so I can get over there, right? So here's some of the obstacles, right? There are external circumstances that just make being the kind of couple that you want to be really hard, right? There are things that your spouse is doing and ways that they're showing up that make the kind of dynamic that you want to have a little bit out of reach, right? I just want to like acknowledge those and tell you, yes, yes to all of that. And I want to keep redirecting you to your place of greatest power. Because when you can really tap into your role, your lane, your contribution and clean that up, then we're just in a better starting place, right? Things can move along more quickly. Now, let me also just tell you, we're going to talk about those other obstacles, right? This isn't designed to be a podcast episode that just like weighs you down and like puts all the onus on you. Not at all. But I do want to empower you, right? This conversation that we're having today is really to help you see like this is where my time and attention can go first to make the greatest gains so that doing the other things is easier, right? It's much easier to have a conversation with your spouse about things that they may need to be doing differently when you've cleaned up your side of the street, right? So there are five things that I want to talk about that I consider the internal obstacles, the things that are going on inside of you 
that are creating distance between where you are now and where you want to be in your marriage. Okay. And I want to just invite you to look at these things. It's just an invitation. I'm just like, as a coach, my job is just to open the door and to show you things and for you to decide what you think about them. Okay. So the first thing that may be an internal obstacle for you is unresolved trauma. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Some of you hear that and you know immediately, yes. Right. Like, I do have unresolved trauma. I do have things that happened to me that I was exposed to that are like seeping into every corner of my life, especially my marriage. That's okay, right? This is just an invitation to see it for what it is. And I think that trauma, whether it's a big T, meaning you had a very, very traumatic life-altering experience, or even what we call small T's, right? Just like things and needs that were unmet and moments where you weren't supported in the way that you needed to be, things that were said to you that really like imprinted in you, right? That those experiences created a core wounding within you, right? It's just like a wounding that's in your heart And it colors and shapes and provides a lens for how you see the world, how you view things, how you interpret things. And a lot of what I find in the clients that I'm speaking to is they have this core wounding of like believing that no one cares about me or my spouse doesn't really care about me or I'm unworthy or I don't deserve what I really want or I can't have what I really want or I'm worried that they might leave me. I've got to people please. I've got to like show up how they want me to be so we can have peace, right? I've got to be perfect. I can't be too reactive, right? But you're also deeply triggered by certain behaviors because of that trauma. You're triggered whenever it like looks like it's in the neighborhood of you being left out or not having a voice, right? I had one client who was, as a child, just like so shut up, right? She experienced a major trauma in her life and no one was there to process it with her, to give her a voice, to help her talk about it, right? She lost a parent at a very young age and like no one cared for her in the way that she needed to be cared for. And so she's grown up feeling like her voice didn't matter, like no one was asking about how she was doing. And so whenever she would have any experience in her marriage that was in that neighborhood, it was deeply triggering for her. Right. For others, it's being spoke to spoken to harshly. I know for me, I'm very triggered by things that, and actions that I perceive to be mean, right? So you want to just think about what is it for you? How is unresolved trauma showing up in your marriage and how you're interacting and relating with your spouse? Number two is resentment, right? Let's just take it present day or more recent to things that happened within the marriage, right? Resentment is one of those things that's a self-protective mechanism, 
right? It's It comes about when you have an experience where you feel like you were emotionally unsafe, where it wasn't okay for you to be feeling how you were feeling or you weren't held and supported the way you needed to be held and supported in a tender, vulnerable moment, right? And so you were exposed in your vulnerability, right? In your emotion or whatever you were going through and your partner didn't respond the way you thought or needed them to, okay? And so what happens is you build up a wall. You're like, okay, well, you weren't there for me then, so I can't count on you, so I'm just shutting it down. You don't get to access that part of me. I'm not gonna expose that part of myself to you anymore. Right. And so resentment shows up in what I consider like two lanes. There's one lane of aggression, right, where you're complaining a lot, you're nitpicking, you're judging your spouse, you're criticizing them, you're not very nice to them. Right. That's more of the aggressing side. And then there's the passive aggressive side of resentment where you're withdrawing and shutting down. You're saying, no, I'm not upset with you, but you are harboring so much negative thoughts and ill will towards your spouse that they can feel it. It's like oozing out of you. You may say like, no, I don't, I don't have any problems with you. It's like plain as day in your body language and how you treat them that you do, right? Or maybe you're like physically there, but you're emotionally withdrawn. You're like, I'm going to be here, but like, I'm just not going to interact. Or you're saying yes to things that you really don't want to say yes to. And you're either just not enthusiastic about doing them. You're like, have a poor, negative, Debbie Downer attitude. Or you procrastinate on it. You're like, yeah, I'll do that. And like days, weeks go by and like nothing happens. Right. So you want to just check in with yourself. Are you harboring resentment? Is that the thing that is preventing you and your spouse from connecting the way that you want to connect, from communicating the way you want to communicate, from feeling like the loving, happy couple that you really want to be? Number three, and the things that are internal obstacles, is lack of skills and lack of having models to actually support you in being a person that is adept and skillful in relationships. There are actually relational skills, right? You've probably heard social and emotional intelligence or relational intelligence. That's a real thing. There are actually skills that you must demonstrate in order to maintain healthy relationships. And I wanna ask you, how many of you actually learned how to feel your emotions, how to process emotions, how to vulnerably express your emotions without blaming someone else for how you feel. Anyone? No one. This is not taught unless you're in therapy or coaching. That's the only place that you are going to learn these things on the internet now, but from a therapist or a coach, because that's what we study. And so we grow up in homes where this was never taught. It's in us now that we just don't know this. And then we go on to produce relationships out of a deficit of not having the right skills, 
right? And so we don't know how to relate to each other. We just think we should know. We put our marriages and our relationships on autopilot, acting out the scripts that we either saw in our own homes or experienced in some way. We just don't have the skills. We don't know what to say and what not to say. We're just saying the thing that was said to us that feels like it makes sense for us to say. So that's number three. Number four, in terms of internal barriers, is belief ceilings based on the past, right? So I touched upon this in our last podcast episode, but when you think about what you want in your marriage, again, at the top of this episode, I asked you, if you just had your like dream list, your wish list, what would be on that list? How many of you downgraded what you wanted because you don't really believe that you can have it, right? If you really want your spouse to like give you thousands of dollars to go on a shopping spree and you didn't put that on your list, it's just because you have a belief ceiling, right? If you really want your spouse to like welcome you when you come home with open arms and a hot meal and a warm smile and you didn't put it on your list, It's just because you have a belief ceiling, right? So just like we think about a glass ceiling professionally, there's a limit to what you allow yourself to think is possible for you. And as a believer, whenever I hear that, it literally breaks my heart because I'm like, wait a minute. Christ came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. What about that? has a ceiling, right? I think about when he talked about the children of Israel, it's like as far as your eye can see, that's what you get. What if that's true for you? What if whatever you see for your marriage and your relationship with your spouse is exactly what you're going to get? Not because of them, but because of your own belief ceiling. You're not stretching yourself, right? And if you want to stretch yourself, right? Like you're listening to me and you're like, you're right, Dr. Siobhan. Like, I want to believe in that abundance. I believe it in other areas of my life. Why am I stuck not believing it here? The simple step that always works for me and always works for my clients is anytime your brain is telling you, well, that'll never happen, you just answer it with a question, but what if it could? What if it was possible? What would that be like? And just intentionally spend more time there. What if I could be that way? What if we could have this as who we are as a couple? You can have an amazing time allowing your brain to go there, okay? Number five, in terms of the internal obstacles, is pride. I said it. Pride. You're prideful. You're self-righteous. Right? I see this so much where it's like, if my spouse isn't X, then I'm not going to be Y. Right? And yes, you are always interacting with each other. You are always feeding off of each other's energy. 
But when you make an intentional choice, because that's what it is, to not be something, to not do something that serves your marriage, only because your spouse isn't doing it, you are blocking what you want with your own pride and self-righteousness. Now listen, this is a hard pill to swallow, but like any medicine, when taken correctly, it will make you better. And I want you to see all of this that way, right? Whether it's the unresolved trauma, whether it's your resentment, whether it's just lack of skills that you didn't have or belief ceilings or pride. Take this in, sit with this and identify what is it for me the most? Because I guarantee you, all of us have a little bit of all of this. But what is it the most for you? What is the biggest thing that's inside of you that's getting in the way? I want to invite you to clean it up. I want to invite you to remove it. I want to invite you to get it out of the way. I want to invite you to join me inside the marriage upgrade. This is the work we are doing. We are looking at what is going on inside of me that keeps replicating what I don't want. What are the shifts I need to make to position myself, to be open to receive exactly what I want? And I want you to think about how amazing it is to be able to do that exact work, to grapple with these questions, to make the shifts and take the actions alongside your spouse. We do that in so many incredible and wonderful ways inside this program. We have the retreat, a two-day retreat, where for 48 hours you are exclusively talking about intentionally making decisions, problem solving, clearing up obstacles so that your marriage can thrive. We have monthly workshops to give you those skills. You don't have to go anywhere else to learn them. I give them all to you. We have marriage challenges where you get to put yourself on your own challenge and hold yourself accountable for showing up and being the kind of spouse that you want, being the kind of spouse that creates the dynamic and the relationship that you want. You get open coaching calls where you bring it all to me and you're like, listen, Dr. Siobhan, this thing right here, it's still in my way. We coach on it. I help you dismantle and unravel the beliefs that are holding you back. I help you step powerfully towards the future that you want. We have virtual date nights. We have self-care sessions. And then there are just amazing bonuses that are available to you right now until December 15th. So you've got to act fast if you want to be in this program. We have bonus events. We have a New Year's event that's going to help you and your spouse kick off your year and set goals together as a couple that you are going to reach. When you sign up now, you get a 10 classroom video-based course inside the program, literally 
click join, the next email you get is a portal, an entire classroom of content, of coaching, of conversations with me to help you do this work right now. And then we kick it off with the retreat. So I want you to imagine between now and March 2023, you've started this work and you're stepping into the most gorgeous venue for this two-day retreat together already 10 steps ahead. I want you to imagine what this time next year will look like because you did this work now, because you said yes to this opportunity now. And I want you to know that every day, every week, every podcast episode that goes by and you have not signed up for this program is you saying no, you putting a ceiling and closing the door on the kind of marriage that you want. Because I guarantee you, it's inside the doors to the marriage upgrade. Early enrollment with these bonuses ends December 15th. And an additional bonus that I didn't even mention, which is incredible, is private one-on-one coaching calls with me. So whatever you decide in your goals, whatever you decide and whatever you take from that 10 session classroom inside the program, you get to bring it to me. You're like, hey, we watched these 10 videos and these are our questions. These are the places where we're stuck. This is where we could use some additional support. And you'll get it. So to sign up for this program today, right now, you will go to my website drshavon.com. There is a link right there, the marriage upgrade. You're going to hit that. You're going to select how you want to pay. You can pay in full. You can pay in a payment plan. You're going to enroll and you are going to be on your way to creating the marriage that you want. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, it has been my utter delight to be with you and to offer you this podcast and this information. Can't wait to see you inside the Marriage Upgrade, and I will see you also in our next episode next week. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.